You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at soundtalentmedia.com. Welcome, Welcome to the Smoking Word. Welcome to the Smoking Word. What's up, what's up, everybody? The Smoking Word is back and always brought to you by CasaTheRock.com. I want to thank everybody who held me down last year and copped that merch. Thank you. You know, you kept the, the machine moving, but um, if you want to support the show, you can go to CasaTheRock.com right now. I got brand new ashtrays, lighters, and grinders for all you lighters and freaking um, incense lighters. So you know what I mean? So if you want to support the movement, I got some new items, casadarock.com. And if you're from Europe or anywhere else on the planet, you can go to casadarock.eu and my brother Theo will take care of you. So again, US only, casadarock.com. And everywhere else on the planet, casadarock.eu. Tell Theo the rock sent you. But I want to shout out to my Patreon family members all over the planet. I know I say the same shit every week, and I'm going to keep fucking saying it. But they helped the magic happen. Shout out to everybody all around the planet. My brothers and sisters and animals or whatever you want to call yourselves nowadays. We feel the love. Keep supporting the movement. We got a lot of shit planned for next year. And if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash the smoking word. Again, if you have a job and you like what you hear and you want us to keep doing our thing, patreon.com the smoking slash the smoking word. That's where you go do it. Um, follow me on Instagram, Hoya Rock 357 on Instagram. The smoking word podcast is also on Instagram. So if you got any questions, if you want to hear anything, if you want to say something, hit us up there. And I need everybody. You have to subscribe. I, I keep saying this shit, but you, you got to understand how important this is. The more you people subscribe and subscribing is free. So if you ask it for how much it is, you cheap fucks, it's free. F-R-E-E. That means nothing. Nada. You go. The more you subscribe, the more it lets people know people want to hear us and they get us, you know, to, our, you know, to like minded people. So. We got to make an imprint on the planet. You understand? So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to Smoking Word TV. We just dropped some new footage. And I'm actually recording some footage right now for my Patreon as this shit is going on. So, again, shout out to everybody holding us down. Shout out to that. Again, um, um, hella, hella hot sauce for holding us down with the hot sauce. Um, again, big. Big super shout out to the Cali Care Group for keeping me mentally stable. Shout out to them for holding me down. Yo, Joe, what up? And um, shout out to everybody else who's been holding down the podcast all around the planet. We love you. This week is a reboot of a podcast we had did a couple of weeks ago. But, you know, due to um the forces that be and, and technical difficulties, shit happens. But um, your boy is back. And. Again, we're chopping it up again with my bro, Armando, 451 Fahrenheit, in the building. Let's set this shit off. Yo. Rewind. (laughs) 
It's the re- re- yeah. remix. Yeah, re- 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 bigger and better. You know what? I said, fuck that. We're going to make it. It's going to be better if we just ma- let it marinate a little bit more. But you listen. Know, bring it back, you know. You know, listen. Let me just give everybody a quick little recap on what we're talking about. Basically, um, we did. Uh, I did. A, I did this podcast with my bro right here a couple of weeks ago, but um, due to the lunar eclipse and a couple of other uh, natural disasters and um, uh, what do you call it, a tidal waves and whatnot, shit happens. Gorillas got fat fingers. Things get you know mixed up in the matrix. But um, long story short, I had to bring my bro back because I said, let's get our mind or let's let them know what's up with Fahrenheit being back in the motherfucking building. No, man, no, man, we're back. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to the smoking word, first of all. Oh, no doubt, man. Glad to be back. Thank you for having me again. Nah, you know what's up, what's up, no, but what's cracking? I know we w- kind of went through this before, but you know what? I kind of don't remember it, so it's good. We're going to, and more has happened since then on the real, like, because we were leading up to shows and stuff, so we got something uh, to, to, you know, to lead up to, but um, what you been up to, man? None, man. Like, I, when I contacted you the day, I was in uh, Mexico. So Andale, Andale. Yeah, what was that about? So what's up with that? Vacation? Yeah, just mad fun, dude. I was out there for two weeks. Uh went around a little bit. Uh Oaxaca, Mexico City. I love that. Oh, I love yeah. Mexico. So and, yeah, a lot of eating, a lot of drinking, and uh yeah, just chilling. Yeah, and how was it there? Everybody it was uh, a lot of tourists out there. Yeah, yeah, it was packed, dude. Like you'd yeah. be surprised. I was like, you know, people are pretty conscious about you know space, yeah. but there were places where you go into it just like you go into a fucking market in Oaxaca. It's just like wall to wall people. Like, they have donkey shows there. You worried about six feet? Yeah, true, yeah. true, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, there's other things you have to contend with where you could potentially get caught out there slipping. No, I love Mexico. Mexico is dope. Like you know, like um, you could eat good for you know if you know where to mm-hmm. go. Also, you know, cheap oh. but good, and you know the people know how to party, and it's like a good time. Yeah. You also yeah, can wake up fun. with no kidneys if you if you end up in the wrong. Uh, Facts. You know Hello. what I'm saying? I try, I'm not trying to roll. Yeah, I'm trying to roll in those circles. So I think I'm going to be OK. But yeah, oh, yeah no, it, but it was so dope that I mean, we're you know, my girl and I plan on going back in um, middle of March. Again. Oh, hell yeah. No, I love it. That I went to um, I actually went there um, a summer vacation when I was 14, going on 15 with my god brother. He was Mexican and Puerto Rican. Crazy combo. Sure. But I went out there, spent the summer and I loved it. I, I grew up with a lot of Mexicans. My mother yeah, just yeah. happened to be my god brother's family was half Mexican. So we were around them and I grew up there and I grew up going back and forth, you know, here and there throughout the years. But yeah, I love Mexico, man. We got to play the good. good oh, um, did you? Oh, that must oh yeah. Dope. Oh, my God. I was just talking about it the other day. Like, you know, um, they fucking Mexico got, you know, like they, you know, like everything. It's yeah. with, with heart. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but Latino countries tend to like really bring it like they you know, bleed like the fanaticism, like fanaticism of it. So they, they really embrace it. They you know? f- they fucking bleed that shit. But fucking nah, nah, that's good. And fucking um, um, obviously, since since we last talked, when we originally talked, the band was starting to get back to get. I don't I don't want to say get back to but starting to play more, you yeah, know, yeah. um, um. For everybody out there, they probably either saw you or heard about the shows that you've played, and we'll get into that. But um, let's lead into what what was happening before. Obviously, you know everybody was doing the everyday thing, and um, what what how did it come back? What made Fahrenheit get back and say, "Yo, let's get back and make some noise." Let's you know, I, I, yeah, I've always been in contact with you know most everybody in the band, and um, 
I don't know. Our bass player, Kevin, uh, recently had an aneurysm, a brain aneurysm. Um, and I was constantly on the phone with Lenny and we've always kind of go back and forth, see if it feels right and be like, yo, should we do something? And I kind of got in my head, it's like, man, like, you know, homeboy could have died. You know what I mean? Like we have yeah. this relationship. We have this thing that's super important to all of us. And we're like, it'd be a shame if we still can do it. You know what I mean? It'd be a shame not to try and do it, especially we never know when we're going to see each other again. You know, and that's that'd be sad if we just didn't do it just because of some weird thing. And it's not just about the feeling, you know. Yeah. So as I'm, I'm, I'm like on FaceTime with Lenny and then all of a sudden I look at my text and it's a text from Toby. And he was like, yo, you guys down to play the H2O shows. And we're like, we're just talking about it, you know? And I was just brought up to, I was just bringing it to Lenny. I was like, oh, I wonder who they got going to get to open because the bills are totally changed now because the timing and they don't have any openers set up. And then he texted me, we're like, oh shit. Um, then it worked out, it was good. And you know, uh, for the most part, Ray is not really into it. So um, we got uh -huh. Lou Medina, who's a fucking of course. powerhouse. But, but you want to know what, you know, and Ray's a killer. Don't get me. We all know oh, he no was doubt. a murder. You know, he murdered it and he and an ill looking guy like, you know, he had everything yeah. to, to be memorable. And not that he's not memorable, but you know what? I'm used to seeing with Lou being in your and just in, in the, your camp ish that, you know what? I didn't even put it together to right now. You just said that. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. um, I don't know this or nothing, but just because it's all mm. that same crew of guys. So to me, I sure, didn't sure. even think. Of, I was like, oh, shit, I forgot. It's like, yeah. oh, shit, I forgot that. But it, it's good that um, you could also keep a fam like that, too. You know what I mean? Totally. Lou, we've known Lou for so long, and he's just an awesome guy. He's a dope-ass drummer. Yeah. And, uh, fellow, fellow Latino. I think we um, asked him to play <laughs> drums at the tryout many years ago, too. Yeah. Both those are both your drummers. You know, we got to, you know, <laughs> we know what the flavor is. You got to go with the black and the Spanish dudes on. They, there's saying, a few dude. of us. Sprinkle right? a little song on that shit. You know, you know like, there's the flavor department. All right, you want starch? Okay, that's where the white guys are there. You want some really yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, we, only got one, we only got one white guy in our band, which is right, but funny. you know, you needed it even out. You know, you need <laughs> to make something sweet, you need salt, right? <laughs> yeah, Listen, balance, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like it's like it's like it's like it's like Benetton, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Flavor for everybody. Oh, yeah, definitely. The New York hardcore scene was definitely like a Benetton exactly. commercial, but fucking um, so all right, so yeah, so well, Ray, and you know what? Yeah, Ray, we both of them we had asked at one point. Now I'm remembering like, oh, we yeah, asked yeah. back yeah, in the yeah, day. Exactly. Um, but fucking um, so oh yeah, you you said which I'm glad you guys decided to because um, like I said it on the last time I said you guys, I, you guys are an important band to the fucking scene because um, one oh, um, for not just coming out when we came out because it ain't about, you know, the mad bullshit, but and that era was I feel one of and I don't know bitter shit because I like a lot of the new shit, too. But I think mm -hmm. that was the last and the most flavorful of variety in the New York hardcore scene and yeah. like there was bands like you, which there wasn't a lot of bands like you, but there was a band like you. There was a band like a Madball. There was a band like an H2O. There was a band like a Scarhead. There was a band like we had the VOD, VOD, VOD. Exactly. Yeah, so you had so much variety and nothing was bleeding into nothing yet. No, yet. No. Which, you know, fair game. It's going to happen. But and 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 the more and more when I was um again doing the podcast, I start going and I start looking at, you know, Obviously, I wanted to do a, people I know first. If I just I'm lucky to have friends that happen to be in great bands and all that. And then um, I remember getting around and you guys. I remember had popped up in my head a lot. And I was like, yo, you know what? I go, man, you know, they, they always be they're lingering around. But I was like, nah, but I was like, you know, and you get 
you get when you do get the props, you get the right props, but you didn't get enough props for yeah. because it was an important time frame for New York hardcore. You know that where it, variety it was so open, it went from being very open to very more like this. I'm not and not a good or bad thing, but it was just mm-hmm. the style oh. became more towards like uh everything more towards the metalish metallic sure. end of hardcore. When back then we were doing punk, hip hop, mixed yeah, fucking Latin flavors and ba 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 and all that good shit. So I was glad you guys were back to rekindle that and show people like, yo, you know, this ain't no new shit. This is like some shit that happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, and it's and it's been fun, you know, and we've gotten even to the point where now we're, you know, we're, we're going to probably try and write two new songs. Oh, yeah. You know, like we're, there's, uh, we might be putting out the, I think we're going to put out the, the EP with two extra songs out in Europe uh, on vinyl. We never put vinyl out. Um, yeah, really? you know, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. You guys never put out a vinyl? Never, man. Wow. We never even put out a full, we never even put out a full length record. Like oh. we did it ourselves. We did it to a like little side label. We did the discography, but yeah, had, like an EP, a demo, New York's hardest, and that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I never <laughs> even thought of you know what? Again, I didn't even yeah. think of that shit. That's fucking yeah. good. Yeah, we had extra songs that we had recorded. We, we did with Howie when he was over at, at Zamba and stuff. Yeah, and uh, um, but yeah, it's 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 fun. You know, it's like the, beyond everything, it's like it's just a fun place to be. It's fun to be with. My friends, it's you know, it's still everything's gravy. We're having a good time. It's not that same shit, you know, because we were all trying to make it. You know, you yeah. thought, like you know, what I'm saying it's like this is yeah. what I want my life to be. Yeah. Um, now it's just about you know enjoying each other's company and just having fun. Yeah, and why not? You know, I used to be on. The, I mean, obviously, I do it for a living. You know, of but yeah, yeah, I but you're, to, you're one of the exceptions. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, like, and I know, it. and I'm lucky, and we know that. But still, mm-hmm. I think about like the same shit. I'm like, even if I did, and I was like, why wouldn't I do it? You know, when I had the time, I'm like, for that one reason, it's like, it's like, oh, instead of getting together and going to a bar and sitting around for fucking mm-hmm. four hours drinking beer, we could drink beer in a fucking rehearsal room and make some noise. You know what I mean? No, I'm absolutely. like, but I, you know, we're not trained like that sometimes, you know, mentally. We, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I got used to being with this band, I got too used to being like, um, you know, since it's a full time thing, like, oh, you got to, think full time always when it's like no it's you know I forgot it's a thing that I love too <laughs> you know yeah I mean? you gotta give yourself the space to be able to like just enjoy it and, and enjoy the moment in it and uh, you know it's like yeah you know but again it's like you've got to balance the whole you especially you know the whole working aspect of the whole I'm playing a fucking band and this is what I do for a living kind yeah of thing. It's it, fun, you know it's, yeah it's, a, it's it's crazy and you know what's crazy with you guys that all you guys were um well, it's hard to keep a band together, period, to have everybody mm. on the same page. And it's cool that you were able to get mo- most of the guys back on, sure. you know, on deck to even work on new shit. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, for Frank, you know, Frank's been my childhood friend. I've known him since I was like a year old. Shout out to Frank. Hell yeah. I was just yeah. thinking about him, yeah. too, because <laughs> um, I'm, uh, I'm Sunfest up in New Paltz. With Puerto oh, Rican yeah. Mike and we were oh, talking. My. Yeah, there's an <laughs> old picture flying around. He's there. He remembers. We almost got a Puerto Rican Mike almost got arrested. Somebody, long yes. story, but I remember. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. We do sunfest. Yeah, that used to be my uh, my fraternity up in uh, in college. So yeah. I used to go up there and you know we got in a band. We wanted to start playing. It was just like a huge party. Yeah, we just drank all day. It was super fun. Yeah, we we managed to do a lot of cool, fun stuff. You know, in the short time that we were around. So that was- yeah, and so so all right, so you all right, you grew up. Let's go back to like all right, because. We talked about it obviously before, but to me, it bugs me out. Not just bugs me out, but I know it, it has to be interesting to some people because, uh, you know, for me, it's interesting being from New York 
and knowing that not everybody come, even, all right, everybody's from a borough or from this, of mm-hmm. course, but you know, like I do, it's rare to be either, you know, you're Latin or black and then being on top of that, not being from downtown Manhattan where, okay, it's mm-hmm. all right. We're from the Bronx. We're from yeah. Queens. We're like from the neighborhoods where it's the, this type of music isn't the, the common music in our mm-hmm. background and our growing up. So I always bug out and I always like to hear of like, not just because I'm Latin and it's a Latin thing, but I'm it's always curious how we found this music, you know, because in, you know, in our world is very limited with sure. heavy music, you know, rock and roll. Yeah, there's always been Latin people and rock and roll, mm-hmm. but hardcore's niche, even with white people, let alone with Latin people. You yeah, know what I mean? Always, so it's like, yeah. Uh, how did you fall into that? Like heavy music in general? Um, it was it was weird because, you know, we all loved hip hop and we all grew up at the beginning of hip hop and being from the Bronx, it was like such a thing. And one day, you know, it's funny because Frank is, you know, the, kind of, the the guy who's kind of put me onto a lot of this stuff growing up. And he, he brought he brought over like a couple of cassettes. He's like, yo, you got to listen to this. And it was Molly Crew Shot at the Devil. And we were like, yo, this is bug. Like, <laughs> this is fucked up. And we just loved it. And then from then on, it just went to like, it kind of went to heavy quick. So it went like to Metallica yeah. and, and Slayer. And then when I was 15, like, um, yeah, nobody knew like what metal wasn't on it. That was when nobody knew. Like people were like, that's some kill your mother, you know, kill your dog, you know, rape your devil fuck, whatever. Yeah. Shit. Devil shit. And he was like, yo, I got tickets to go see this band called Megadeth out at Lemoore's. And that was like on the D train. That was about an hour oh. and a half. On at the way least. there, on the way back, it's like two and a half hours later. At right? least. You know, let, let's out at like three in the morning. So we were, it was Megadeth, The Crumb Suckers, Possessed, and I think First Order. Wow. At, at Lemoore's. And they, and they filmed the Peace Sells But Who's Buying video. That, it was that night. Wow. I was 15. I remember seeing U68 because, you know, we didn't get, we didn't have cable. So, you know, U68 came out the power hour. We started watching that. And all of a sudden you see that there's, you know, that ad for Lamore is a dude getting tossed out the front door. Funny, when we got there, I was 15. We roll up. And I, I didn't have long hair. I was into metal. They, this fucking guy jumps out metalhead, like long, and just comes, flies out the door, just throws up all in front of the front of Lamore's. And we were like, holy shit. And we had to go with Frank's, we had to go with Frank's older sister because we were too young. So she had to come with us so you can go, we can get in. Yeah. And after that, everything changed, man. It was just like, and then I found my, myself going Lamore's all the time. And you know, then CBs and then, yeah. And how, you know what crazy. was crazy about Lamore? People don't understand. Like, now a show is done by 11 o'clock. That shit, oh. we would leave oh, no. Lamore's at 3 in the morning. Four oh, yeah, morning. yeah, it was crazy. Get home, it's sun is out. Yeah, it was nuts, dude. It, it was nuts. And then you had to walk. And if it was cold, it was <laughs> fucked up because you were sweating. Like, all your clothes are basically sticking <laughs> to you inside. dancing, And even from hanging out. And then you go out in that cold and you're like, holy shit, this is fucked up. Wait on the platform. Uh, yeah, and I want to meet, and I want to meeting, I want to meeting like a ton of people in metal and hardcore, and then you know, like I said, that turned into the Ritz, and it turned into, you know, going to to, to Palladium and going to shows, and it's just like, yeah, it, and it all made sense, and it was weird. And then we wanted meeting. There was only like five of us on our block, so it was me, Frank. I went to junior high school with Mike, uh, Puerto Rican Mike. So the heavy metal Mike. One, yeah, so one day we saw him, you know, he's got the vest with his brother Jerry and they're rolling with the neighbor. We're like, oh shit, you're into metal too? Fuck yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're forming bands and playing in the basement of some building. You yeah. Know? And it was just, it was fun, you know? And then it was just us. And we like, we grabbed the box and we ro- roll, like, walk from 170 to Fordham to Poe Park. 
and we yeah. sit there with our boombox. So it would be like freestyle kids over here, hip hop kids back here, and then us metal kids on the bench in the front on yeah. the corner of like 183rd and like the concourse. It was fun. It was funny. That's funny. Almost got beat know, up a bunch of times, yeah. <laughs> that's some New York shit people won't understand. Like, you know, because yeah. they think, you know, downtown Manhattan, they think the village and like, I'm like, yo, the world, what that that's only where yeah, the no. shit was accepted was there. Everywhere sure. else, that shit was not accepted. You know yeah, what no. I mean? Like in the neighborhood. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. But, you know, the thing was, you know, it was funny because going to Lamore was different. It was like, it was predominantly white kids, you know what I mean? Oh, especially yeah. especially um, Lamore's. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't until I went to CB's for the first time. It was when I was 15, still metalhead. And it was a lot more diverse. And I was like, oh, shit, this is kind of crazy. But I didn't get really into hardcore until like 89 when I went to go see, I saw the Bad Brains, went to go see the Bad Brains at Lemoore's with 247 Spies and Leeway. And it was just like, oh, shit, I get it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That that was the one that got you, huh? Yeah, it wrote me. I cut my hair like yeah. a month later. I was just like, "Fuck this!" <clears throat> going on the, and then start going to the anthrax and doing all that shit. So it was funny. Yeah, it's crazy. You know what's crazy that um, once you find the difference with this shit, this is what I tell people: the difference with this shit and like what metal is. I'm like that you once you get in the scene, there's like a a world of of young kids like that run this shit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there'll be, you know, there's a promoter or two that's grown men. But in general, there's a whole network of young kids that are booking the shows, finding the shows, promoting the shows. And it's like hip hop kids aren't doing that. I grew up like yeah. that. You know, nobody's they're not getting together saying where we're going to throw a party. Yeah, maybe a couple DJs back in the day in the Bronx. If your name was Flash, Kaz and whatever. But otherwise, yeah. you're just hanging out, listening to music, thinking about how you can make money. You know, in our world, we think about, wow, where could we go catch this music? Where could we go see it? Where could we be around other people that love this music? And it's crazy. We're all 15, 16 years old. I know it was it it, it was interactive, you know, from the flyers to the zines to the demos. You know what I'm saying? You used to walk out of a show and, you know, you had a pocket full of fucking flyers. You got maybe someone's demo. You got like a zine. You picked. Yeah, it was always this kind of very kind of organic, like. And when, and when you when you were rehearsing, where the fuck you rehearsed in the Bronx or you come to the city? Uh, no, we at first we were recording. We were rehearsing at Astoria at the music. Oh, the music. Uh, OK, but, but now but I couldn't convince these guys to come to Brooklyn because that was a pain in the ass. All those guys drive. So now we're rehearsing in, in Gowanus at uh, Battalion. Oh, now you're talking yeah. about, right? No, I mean, back then you where you would rehearse oh. like when you first starting out, like where you're starting out, where it was like you had a neighborhood spot. You go to the city. No, fast lane. Fast, <laughs> wow. And that was like so dumb because none of us lived in Brooklyn. It was just yeah. because, you know, Lenny yeah, wasn't spot. without a cause and that, you know, that was a spot they used to rehearse at. And yeah. so I started going to Fastlane the first two times. I was like, why the fuck are we going all the way out here, man? So then, yeah. then we started going, going ultrasound and uh, uh, what was the other spot with the, um, with the F? Uh, oh, fuck. What was the other spot? And then the music building sometimes, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Actually, yeah, there were some classic spots. I had, I, we had our, we were lucky in Queens, our spot, we had the underground studios back oh, then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And which was like a legit spot. And it was yeah. like, then, we got our own, then, you got, then you got your own room, you know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's when you, yeah, when you grow up, you get your own room. <laughs> like when we came big, uh, we, yeah, we came big boys. You got a like, budget, you got that deal, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you get that big, that road run of money, you know? It was like, get a Bentley or we rehearsal room. All right. That was, I don't even remember, that was my first job out of college, was at Roadrunner. And I was uh, the assistant to the radio person. I was working the Madball record, set it off record to alternative radio. That yeah. like an agony doggy dog. Like, uh, I remember, oh, thank you, because we actually had some plays back then getting on some shit. Like we were in the Cockroach movie. Everybody, yeah, no, yeah. everybody, go rent the fucking cockroach movie. Fucking uh, Joe's apartment. 
We have they, oh, they, yeah. they played New York City in the beginning of the movie. So yeah. that was dope. And they love and, and they and they love to supply posters to everything. Now you see all those old 90s shows, and they all have like every Roadrunner release poster. Like yeah, it was like some, yeah. ang some angsty, angry kid. They've got like all those posters yeah. like up in Shout room. out to Roadrunner. Roadrunner was fucking, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, again, we you know, we're lucky because people, you know, we're one of the few bands, and I wear it with pride that we never got dropped from Roadrunner. We Left Roadrunner, they sure, let us sure. go, and it and it wasn't on, and it was <clears throat> with love. <clears throat> I remember even Monty being like, "Really, you guys want to leave?" It was just at the time we were trying to, you know, make bigger mm -hmm. moves and every, you know, back then money was going to typo negative or whatever big band was, you know, fair oh. enough, whatever it was, mm -hmm. but it was always love with Roadrunner, you know, Roadrunner, you know, they 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 did give a fuck about you know putting heavy music on the map, you know, totally, totally. from from every level, like look, you know. From the ground level, they're getting people in the mix to work at the places. You remember the whole oh, yeah. oh, the yeah, whole yeah. Roadrunner crew was at shows. Yeah, it was full you of know? fans. It was full of people who actually liked the music. But remember, I mean, think about that time and that label. You guys, Life of Agony, Doggy Dog, Sepultura, fucking Buzz Oven. Like, it was just yeah, so crazy. You know what I mean? Hypo. Like, you know, we all, all point, those you know when I mean? it was all connected, you know, with the earache and the, the, the Roadrunner. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I remember going to see um, I would see one day we'd go see, um, 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 uh, you know, Godflesh. And then the next day we're seeing fucking um, Shelter or some shit. And then the next mm -hmm. day we, we was like all over the place. Like, oh, yeah, Shelter, Frontline Assembly, like so many different types of bands. You were just like, holy shit, like this is they're really and, kind of running it. And then the so time. so what? So when when you started working with Roadrunner, were you in the band yet? Was the band started yet? Not yet. No, right? no, no. I was, I was just, cause I wanted, I never wanted to be in a band. Um, like I was, I, I was working the business. So I always wanted to be in the business. So I left college when I graduated from college, I wound up getting an internship there. And you know, then at one point without a cause, like the singer left or whatever, got tossed out and they were like trying people out. And I used to hang out with them all the time, you know, cause I was trying to help them and trying to, you know, put my foot in and, they were like, yo, after a while, they're like, yeah, no one's working out. I go, you just want to try out? I'm like, dude, I've never sang in a band. It's not my thing. Like, I don't even see myself on stage. That's crazy. Um, and finally, one day I just said, fuck it. And I did. And then they were like, all right, dude, rehearsals next week. And I was like, all right. But I was never really concentrated on the, on the band stuff. I was mostly in the business. And then I wound up getting fired from Roadrunner. I wound up, oh. working, I wound up working there as an intern, then started running the mailroom, uh, which I would hire everybody. Um, <laughs> Um, and then, you know, the, the infamous Roadrunner mailroom, everybody works there, you know what I'm saying? And then I wanted to be like a sales marketing assistant and then I got fired. And then after that, I was like, you know something? Fuck it. Like, I'm going to try and do this band thing real heavy. And then just focused on that. And that's when it kind of became serious. Um, why you got fired? Do you know why? Uh, me, remember, <laughs> I'm going to fucking drop yeah, it. Yeah, you can't, the, incriminate, the incriminating years are done with or whatever. The yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like me and Doug never got along. Um, and that's cool because him and I want to be, it's funny, him and I want to be cool years later. And, you know, the funny thing is I wound up working with Vaughn and Kenny at Strong and I wound up having to go there. And I took a photo with the Killswitch Gold record because I was working that record back in the day. Uh, with that's all great, them. by so, the way. Shout, a, out to, shout out yeah. to them with a the gold record. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Well, one, one of the other records just went platinum, like with, on the sly. The daylight, as Daylight Dies, uh, Killswitch record just went platinum. 
Holy yo, kill switch. You need a bass player, holler. <laughs> you need a backup. Uh, you need another vocal, another vox on the on the back. I'm ready. Holla, I'm ready. <laughs> so Shout out to funny Kill Switch and Vaughn and all of them. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. My peoples. Um, yeah, I wound up just uh wound up taking a photo with them for like, you know, billboard thing. And it was kind of funny because it was like full circle, you know. But yeah, him and I you know wound up being cool and talked about it. But yeah, and then he just fired me and I was just like, fuck, what am I gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then, so you, when you started, so I mean, not for nothing. I mean, when you when you had the option to join the band, the good thing was like you kind of knew people already. Then you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, I was already going to shows and yeah, and all that bullshit. Yeah, it's it's crazy. No, but that's good. And, and, and um, when you started jamming, all right, who 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 was the main riff writer? Like who brought? Because Fahrenheit had its own, you know, its own style, and it's you know a mashup of. You know the environment and and all that. Yeah, you could hear it. You could hear the hip hop. You could hear like a fusion. You could hear, you know, that that the heavy. You know, the New York hardcore mix. Yeah. Who you know who who at first was bringing the that who you think was the first uh, who gave the first um um uh, ingredient to what Fahrenheit became to what the Fahrenheit sound became. I think it was primarily Frank and Lenny. Yeah, Frank and Lenny. Yeah, yeah, they just, you know, they were kind of dialed into each other because they both played together for a while. Um, uh-huh. You know, Frank's got like a real funky kind of vibe with his playing and, and you know, yeah. his rhythms and stuff. And Lenny's like, you know, just could straightforward write a riff. And it was just, yeah, the combination of both of them really kind of worked out well. And that's what kind of created the next step of it, you know. When, when, when you were doing the music, I mean, a lot of bands, they don't really, you don't think about it. But you do kind of go in saying, yo, you know, my idea of this band is something like when you did Fahrenheit, what you were taking at. Because obviously you can hear influences, you know, mm-hmm. if it's a little burnish, bad brainish, you know, mixed in with like a raw deal ish, you know, that yeah, New yeah, York yeah. shit. That's what Mabel was. Mabel was the AF ish, Cro-Mag ish with the fucking raw deal. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like. But we never, you know, the funny thing is, like, we never set out to sound like anything, right? Mm-hmm. It just goes like, oh, this riff sounds cool. Oh, let's just try and work this thing out. We'd be like, oh, this is a cool hook. And then we write around it. It was just never kind of, it just want to be that way. I yeah. Mean, just because of all of our influences and what we all listen to ourselves. But it was never like, I don't think we ever went into like, yo, we're going to sound like hip hoppy burn. It was just yeah. like, you know, we all love yeah, burn. Really love burn. Yes, that's and we all love hip hop. And it just, it, it manifests itself in how we sound. But yeah, it was never... A, a conscious thing because say. you had a lot of hip hop feel to it. Obviously, you had a lot of color in the band, so it's gonna it's gonna leak out. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but no, because so, so I was wondering if you were like, you know, oh, we, you know, the, um, we're gonna fill that that void. You know, there's always a void. You know, there's always those spaces sure. for that. You know, the more urban heavy music. Then you got the suburban heavy guys. Then you got the gangster mm-hmm. heavy guys. Then you got the sentimental heavy guys then you got the heavy girls yeah. and then the heavy in between whatever you yeah that's a new band ladies heavy girls, heavy girls. That's hard, i like that right? shit dude. i like yeah. that shit to girl power all the way shout out to all my heavy girls out there but uh but yeah no but it, no because i was wondering because um I know maybe not that, but you guys had a big it's funny because you guys pulled it off in a way that which which I liked was very, very hip hop influence. But without being just like, oh, it's a hip hop hardcore band. No, you could tell. Oh, no, it's a big part of their DNA. 
like it yeah. is with Madball, but you don't say they're a hip hop core band, you know, hip whatever you, the name would be, which is great. Yeah, yeah, we never got, you know, we never got lumped into anything. I think it was also because we just kind of rolled and did our thing. I think, you know, people liked us for maybe because we were just different, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think it was, it's because we all just loved all that music. You know what I mean? Grew up on it. It's like, it's, it's, it is part of our DNA. You know, it's, it's part of, you know, we liked heavy shit, but we like rhythm and stuff too. And we also, you know, R&B and, you know, hip hop and fucking oldies and yeah. classic rock. You know, it's just like, it just winds up just funny how it, or, it organically happened, right? For lack of a better way of saying yeah. it. It just, you know, it was never a conscious thing, which is great, you know. Um, and even, you know, you think about Lenny. Lenny, you know, is the only one in our band, the only white guy in our band, and the only one who grew up in the projects. Yeah, <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Bizarro. None of us have a bizarro we all in the regular building. Yeah, exactly. He's like, he's a, <laughs> the bizarro <laughs> man. Where, yeah, yeah. No, but, and that's New York, though. That's another yeah. thing. That's like New York for you, too. Like, that's like, it's so crazy, but it ain't. But that's what makes New York that dope. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know yeah. what's what. Like, again, the most. You know, uh, a, a, a kid from the village who doesn't come up in, in the South Bronx or Corona, Queens, still seeing some grimy shit in his own way and might be have an edge in his own. You know, it's a crazy world downtown, too, you know. But I used to, I used to gravitate, you know, and I still do. And I, it's almost un, unconscious now. Like you see some a person of color at a show, you see a person of color in a band. Automatically, I'm like, oh, I'm already turned into like I'm already tuned into it. I'm like, what does this fucking sound like? Um, and that was the same thing with the bad racing. The thing that changed that for me was it was like, you know, four people of color, four, you know, black dudes on stage being just so intense and so yeah. dope. And I was just like, oh, wow, that's people kind of, you know, where are they from? You know what I'm saying? How did they get it? And then you kind of start going into it. So now it's even like, I've seen like a real resurgence, I guess, with new bands now. It's like there's a real kind of, you know, I don't know, conscious effort to include people of color in it. Whereas before it was like, you just belong to this world. Yeah. But there was no real movement towards it. It was just, yeah, what it was. you know, for sure. When I would see a, you know, even now, I, you know, I see, and there's a lot, you know, it's mixed, but yeah, it's mainly, you know, white, whatever. But when I see yeah. a kid of color, I don't matter where I'm at, I automatically, yo, what's up? I, I can't help it. But Me like, too. it's an automatic, oh, we relate on something, on mm -hmm. being, um, the the one out of the two, the one out of the three, the yeah. one out of the five, whatever the, the it be, there's an automatic connection. And I mm -hmm. we get that no matter where we go around the world. It could be a Chinese kid that we meet in Norway, but we yeah. just know, okay, we get I we can relate on not being what's the normal over here, you know. Because sure. as accepting as hardcore is, you know, that's what I love about it, is accepting and all that, but you know. It is what it is. Like what got me psyched about it in an extra, a little bit extra was when I remember my brother being like, I'm hearing an agnostic front and I already liked that it was more gritty. hardcore was the grittier look and more real than metal because I loved metal, but I never liked long hair and makeup. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But I loved the music. And then my brother was like, yo, listen to this. And I would hear it. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And I saw them. I go, they look nuts. And he was like, yo, he's Cuban. And I was like, yo, he's Cuban. And I was like, oh. First oh, time I shit. found out that, that Roger was Cuban, I was like, I was like, whoa. We're like, oh, you know, that's like, you know, we have, uh, you know, one of the Beatles is Cuban. You know, one of our Beatles, they, you know, Elvis is Cuban. That's what it might yeah. as well been in our world. Like, you mean one of the fucking, the faces of our Mount Rushmore is fucking, la oh, it's on. We belong here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We but you know, the thing, 
you know, the funny thing is, you know, especially in the 90s, like hardcore had such a bad rap for being so fucking violent, especially yeah. the scene, especially in New York. Um, I, you know, and people are like, oh, I love the danger of it, you know, but there's something to that. There was something really unpredictable, predictable about going to a show and being like, what the fuck am I going to see yeah. tonight? You know what it I mean? Was. And it would it was really kind of weird. And as long as like, you know, it's like anybody like I never got fucked with. Because, yeah. you know, you know your environment. You walk into a room and it's like you walk like, because I, I also had the mentality, their mentality of like, if you're on somebody else's block, you don't go in there wilding out and be exactly. like, yo, what's up? I'm from one seven. Exactly. Yo, what the fuck? Because that's going to get you fucked up. Exactly. So, you know, I, I took that same mentality when I went to shows. I was like, all right, you know, this is different. I don't really know everybody here, but I'm not going to wild out because I'm from this area. I know I, I can, you know, I can hold my own, but it's like, that's, that's not what it's about. It's about you know, being yeah. prepared, you know, knowing yeah, your environment. And, yeah, and, and it's a fucking perfect lesson in life. That's how you should mm-hmm. walk in life everywhere. Don't think you're oh. welcomed everywhere because you're not. Mm-hmm. You're oh. not. You do that in life. You walk in like you own the spot. People automatically going to fucking paint a picture. You or this, this person's too comfortable who they think mm-hmm. they are because there's always a hater. No, you go in modest and you fucking you scan the area and you play yep. your position. That's the problem with people. You know, they walk in like very comfortable. In life, and that's a dude, and, and, that, and yeah, that's a dude that gets murked. Exactly, <laughs> he's, he's the guy that gets dragged out fucking a couple hours later. But no, I mean, but it, it's crazy. But no, but it's but it's true. And fucking um, but you know, and, no, but being I remember also finding out when when they were like, "Yo, Lombard," because all right, you know, back then, oh yeah, true, you know, that's true. double yeah. bass, and then you heard Dave Lombard, of course, Slayer, and they're like, "Yo, Tom yeah, and I know and they're like Chile yeah. or whatever, but when I heard Lombardo yeah. was, they were like he's Cubano. I ain't Cuban, but just knowing that my favorite thrash drummer was yeah, yeah. freaking Latino, I was like, oh, listen, we 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 own this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you yeah, guys just old, don't know old. it. You it's just old. don't know it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. Check this out, white people. You got to share it with us. <laughs> Shout out to all my white people out there. <laughs> <laughs> that means everybody. Exactly. That means the whole the whole world. That means everybody, my whole smoking word network. Yo, but shout out to every no, but it's true. Like, but it was psych, but that's what I love about it again, too. Like um, you know, um, everybody belongs. You know what I mean? It was the one place where you know, for us, the scene was the one place where you would see the black, the white guy, the punk, the Mm -hmm. drug addict, the straight edge, the gay, the 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 racist, Mm -hmm. the the, the political, the left, the right wing, you know, you saw it all. We went, mm-hmm. a lot of us say, went to see the same bands at once. Oh, yeah. You remember, I remember that? Like, yeah, I remember, I remember fucking like multiple shows in a day. Like you'd go, you'd be Coney Island High and then it's like, there's a show going on at Wetlands later yeah. so you time them. So like the last band goes on, first band's going on. And yeah. people, like, you see the same kids like all running from one building to the other one, hopping the train or, you know, walking over. Uh, just, yeah, go up, That was go fun. Over. Yeah, you know, they do the, the late tram shows. They used to do matinees and the, CB's matinees and you tramps would be like night show and then you yeah. over there. and crazy and then what so you guys were playing and, and you guys were kind of you never officially stopped you just kind of took a big break was that it or did you no, officially no. say we calling it a rap yeah it was funny because we wound up you know at one point wound up getting rid of Frank which was the huge mistake because it was just we were all like in a weird place yeah and, you know again it's like you're it's the classic story. So he threw Frank out of the band, which is a total mistake. And wound up having, I remember Joey Rod. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, he's hanging out with Fahim. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, and, of course. And I remember. Chaka. He used to have a long ponytail. Yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've missed him. So years. 
oh yeah yeah he like disappeared i don't know where he's at but he you know he wound up getting the band for a little while and it just didn't feel right and then i wound up quitting and then they wound up doing their own thing for years i didn't talk to him for like four years oh um, any of the guys like it was a bad kind of but breakup. they didn't they, they never replaced you though right no no they That's tried to do like another say. band okay no, i was no, gonna say yeah i didn't see no reincarnation of you because uh, you know we nah. No. And then I ran into Lenny one night at the, the, the gallery, the downstairs of CB's. There was some fucking thing going on. We wound up talking. We hadn't talked in four years. We're like, oh, let's try and do something. And then we wound up doing that show at CB's. And then, yeah, then since then, we've kind of, it was going to be like, you know, one time only thing, which we all know that's a lie in hardcore. That never happens. Oh, uh, yeah. So yeah. You, you, you keep getting back together until you're fucking all gone. Yeah. <laughs> and even when you're gone, people, you know, we'll get some other folks. It's like, <laughs> you're gonna, like you're a virgin and you're going to have sex the first time. You say, oh, just once. <laughs> Just once, you ain't gonna have, you ain't gonna bang no more in life. Yeah, no, yeah. You know how okay, not not, so, not not willingly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, we want to, you know, and then after that, we've kind of every once in a while we feel it out, and you know, and uh, yeah, we just get back together and do some shit. But this is the first time we're gonna actually try and write some stuff. Okay, so so let me so let, let's go back. So all right, you know, obviously, you know, so you 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 saw each other, whatever, and then you decided, all right, yo, let's get back and jam. Mm-hmm. How how long ago was that? When you said, okay, let's get back and jam again. How long ago was that in the last um, pre pre uh, world demise post world demise? Yeah. Or- when was that show that we played at CB's? I think it was like, oh, well, for CB's that's 2001. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Charge. No, that feels weird. Yeah, you no, old, weird. man. You old. <laughs> oh, <mad old. laughs> and, that was a re- and that was a reunion show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah and since then we've played like every you know this last show at h2o we want to we hadn't played in seven years okay so i was gonna i was, I was gonna work yeah. my way up to yeah for sure so mm-hmm. yeah so you you when did you guys start jamming again like like was it for these shows that you said okay yeah, yeah. You know, okay yeah, yeah. so you got the offer to do these shows and you're like all right now let's let's get dirty let's practice yeah yeah um, yeah, and then we wound up getting along so well, and Lou was like a breath of fresh air in the band, and we were like, oh, let's just have some fun, and and then we had a show scheduled for next week at Bower Electric, which got postponed. It was supposed to be with 247 Spies. Oh, shit, uh, that would have been cool. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, because of a whole fucking flu rona or whatever the fuck's happening, yeah. <laughs> we had to postpone it, so we're going to do that later on in the spring, but yeah, and then now we're just kind of rehearsing, and Hopefully, and, start doing some riffs and stuff. Around. So, when you first got back in the studio, the first time back, that was the first time back in seven years. You guys were in the room together. Yeah. And and and, yeah. and, and, and all right, two two things. How long was? How many hours was the first rehearsal? But did you just do a two hours? Three. We did extra three. Okay. We did three. Yeah, we did the uh, extra three. And then and then, how did it did it click in quick? How did it feel? You know, jumping yeah. back into it right away. It clicked in pretty quick. Yeah, we took them pretty quick, you know. And, and you know, the funny thing is, like, you know, we are a rhythmic man. I play off of drums, and it was just like, you know, having Lou, and it was it's a different feel. Yeah, um, it took me a little bit while longer, I think, to connect with it. But yeah, man, they, these guys got together, they played it. It was it sounded dope. I was like, fuck, yeah. sounds so good. It sounds even better. That's um, dope. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah. Nah, and it feels good. Like especially now, like I think, like um, in general, being older, you're more conscious of mm-hmm. everything of. Like, you know, when you're young, yeah, the energy and you need the energy. But then, you know, you got to start finessing. You start, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you finesse your fucking your sound. And that's what you get oh. with age, you know, just playing. Mm-hmm. And I think that happens with everybody, no matter what, because you see whoever it is, the same members play the same song 30 years later is a little different. You yeah. know, if you like no, it or it not, it's definitely mm-hmm. they finessed it. If you like it or not, they finessed it because they grew yeah. into 
those little hooks, the little corners and drops so, that you have in, in a song and all that shit. And it, so you did how many weeks did you rehearse before your first show? The, the, the H2O shows four. Oh, so you did a month. Yeah. And it worked out well. We did four rehearsals and um, yeah, that was it. Like once a week, yeah, like yeah. once every two weeks and we kind of did it. And then, uh, yeah, we and I think we pulled it off pretty well, you know. Second so, time was better than the first, and but you know. Yeah, I was gonna say so. All right, so now it's the day. All right, you you rehearsing now is your first time back. Now the re now it's for the for the world out there. There's been a lot of you know a lot of shows already that's kind of happened, but mm-hmm. for you know for you this was your first show. Not only back yeah, after yeah. many years, but in general after all this shit going on. What what was that? How were you guys? Were you? Because I know how it was for us doing our first couple shows back during this whole shit, you're wondering, oh, how's the crowd going to react? How, are people going to be, uh, are friends going to come up and say, what's up, and give you your yeah, hand? Yeah. Are we going to yeah, be yeah. separated? You know, we're thinking all this crazy shit because we don't know the layout of the, of the new world. Well, yeah. what, what were you thinking when, you know, those first shows back? I don't know. I just we, I went into it just being like, feel it out because I didn't feel super, you know, I, I was conscious of it because of what's happening, but yeah, it was like everybody's shaking hands and hugging and you yeah. know, everybody's cool. And, and, you know, the second night was my 50th birthday of that, yeah. night of that show. So I was just celebrating my birthday. It felt really good. Uh, people were singing along, people were jumping up. And it was just, it was weird at first. I was like, am I going to put the mic out? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want somebody I spitting on my mic. And it was just like, after a while, I was just like, fuck it. You know, just do what you got to do. Feel, like, feel like, whatever feels natural and then working out later. Listen, I could say this. Freddie's one of the biggest germaphobes on the planet. I seen him, you know, I'm, we're all thinking this without talking it the first sh- couple shows back. You know, we never had a discussion on this shit, but I know we're all thinking this, the same kind of thing. Like, what do you do? What if somebody comes? Somebody wants to grab the mic. I got to say, Freddie don't give a fuck. Once that shit was on, it was on. You know, exactly. Yeah. It's on. What are you going to do? Like yeah, you turn the switch on, it's just like it's yeah, it's like you're gonna jump in, in, in in a shark tank and then you know and say like what I'm gonna do not you know just float Another here a minute <laughs> yeah I'm just gonna float here and like nothing's gonna happen. nah it's on you gotta fucking swim and do what yeah. you gotta do but it, it, it's 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 amazing how <laughs> you know that I don't give a fuck just takes over yeah you, you know, know? It, felt, it felt incredibly natural so I was I was definitely psyched so. and then yeah. you did um how many shows two shows right yeah that's it that's all we've done so far. And um, how did your stamina feel? Did you feel good stamina wise? You are a half a century old now, you know, I'm just saying. Um, yeah, I don't do as much as I used to. Um, <laughs> that's for sure. But, um, you know, I keep myself in shape. You know, I, I you know, I'm, I'm, you know, do my cardio and uh, do all that stuff. So, yeah, it didn't feel bad. You know, I felt fine. Yeah, felt no, fine. no, that's that. That's good. That's good. And freaking. Um, have you been keeping up with any? music like any hardcore shit because i know i know this happens to a lot of people even if, even if they kind i don't know mm. if you even fell off a, fell out of it a little bit but i know some some of the some people that fell out of it for a bit and now they came back they kind of start getting their feet wet with what's going on with newer bands or bands that's mm-hmm. going around it has any new band caught your your fucking ears yeah yeah i try to listen to as much as possible because i don't want to be that old guy that doesn't know what the fuck is going on you know that's i me, like yeah. everybody's i like i like everybody's favorite hardcore band turnstile yeah i was gonna <laughs> you know? say i um, talked about it not too long ago they were just yeah they're killing it i i root yeah, for them yeah. you know i so root for I. them yeah, yeah. you know yeah that ba- i listen to this band called move move out of, out of philly i think oh no out of boston which is that's a dope name big. i kind of like yeah, that yeah. name yeah that band drain is pretty dope out of cali mm-hmm. um 
was a tsunami and yep. scowl. A lot of that Cali shit's kind of cool, I think. Yeah, I've been um, hearing a lot about the the, the the scowl and all that a lot. They've been playing a lot. You know, I got I want to get yeah. a lot of these. <clears throat> I try to keep up to date. Like I know, obviously, I ain't at these fucking yeah. at all these shows, but I you know. I think Vane. I think Vane's interesting and Knock Loose is pretty cool. Yeah, no, for sure, yeah, Knock Loose is, is is leading the pack out of the young guns. I think mm-hmm. you know right now, you know, and all those um. What do you thought? What do you think about um, like bands like a uh, Code Orange and that, like the more metallic, you know, even Knock Loose is more on that metallic shit. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not necessarily putting it on, but every time I see a live clip of, of them, I watch it. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of interesting what they're doing now. The kind of this industrial kind of new yeah, metal. Yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely weird for me calling it hardcore, but I, I root for them. They, they mm-hmm. represent, you know, they, 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 they rep and you know. They know the roots and I'm off. Who the fuck? You know, when we came out, people were telling us, man, well, mad boy. They were like, yo, with two graffiti, with two hip hop, with two rap, with two this. And we should be like, you know what? Fuck you. Dude, now uh, there's so many bands that been Mind Force, too, is pretty dope. I like them a lot, too. I want to get them on. I want to get a lot of these bands on here, yeah. you know, because. Um, Robert, Rob Brigade, too. Also. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, a lot of these. I like that. Um, They're grinding. And I like to see that with mm-hmm. bands that just don't think like I'm going to drop a. Uh, what do you call it? A uh, uh, um, uh, uh, band camp, and that's grinding. It's like no, it ain't. You know, getting out there, playing these shows, a lot yep. of these shows. Yep, yep. A lot know, of these good. guys are doing it. Yeah, yeah. And then that's what I the new. I gotta say, this new batch of like, you know what I think it is. I think I'm gonna give credit to our generation that some of their kids are having bands now, and they're coming up the right way. Like you know, on on a modest. Let's get in front. Let's play the garage. Let's play the club. Mm-hmm. Let's play wherever we could get in front of people yeah, kind of shit. Put our, own, put our own show together and get all our friends to play. Playing outside the corner of the park. Because they were doing those shows, too, where it was just like... And like the skate park in the Bronx. I wasn't there, but I knew about that. I oh, remember yeah, being yeah. that. I was Mulally's. like, it all, Mulally's Mulally's it all playing. And I was like, yo, this is like... People don't understand. Like, that shit just didn't happen. No. You know? No. Like, that, was, that, was, that was the only show my mom ever went to. We played that second of all show. My mom I only want, saw us once. <laughs> that joke because she could walk there. From, yeah, and, and like, guys, I trip. want people to understand. It's like, might as well be like not loose in Compton. You know, it just, mm-hmm. you didn't have hardcore shows in these areas. You know, there's kids sprinkled in, you know, that love the music. Obviously, they came out, yeah. but these boroughs were not known for having shows. And especially not the Bronx, you no, know. No, and, it, and, it did, and you can see, probably see that footage. It was sick of it all. And I, who, I don't know who else played. It was us, Sick of It All, Six of Violence. Um, wow. That's classic. One right other and I, yeah. there's footage online, right? On YouTube, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's on YouTube. You can watch all, yeah, both sets. That's um, Yeah, it was super fun. And it was great because it was like our backyard. I mean, I used to go, we used to go to Nightpool next door. <laughs> at Malali. Yeah. So yeah. that was kind of fun. It was fun. That's dope and fucking nah. And, and and where are you guys living at now? Where you guys all scattered or, or yeah, we're pretty scattered. Uh Frank is still in the Bronx, yeah. Lenny's Queens, yeah, uh, Kevin's Jersey on, you know, it's Air yeah, Force course. still. He's on the yeah. Air Force and yeah, shout upstate. out to shout out to him and thank thank you. And I'm glad he's doing good. I know fucking yeah. I hope he's doing way better because but I know I remember there was that whole thing going on. I was like, oh shit, you know. Yeah, he's a little goofier than he used to be, but uh, that's so, all right. Yeah, brain, nah, nah, brain that's all right. He, he's a great player and he protects us. So he could be he, as goofy as he wants. He's probably the most improved and most solid player in our band. Yeah, he, by he, far. He, I mean, when he was 19 and he was just picking up bass and he wanted to just 
Just kills them, man. Yeah, you guys always had great players. You lucked out. You know, you guys always had good players, which is good. Like, you know, like, it's funny. You know, I was just seeing something right now. It reminded me of you guys without reminding me of you guys. We were watching some footage of E-Town that was playing. I was like, oh, you know. I, I was like, there's no E-Town with that without you guys. But then I was like, were they around? At the, what, you remember the time frame? They were. They, yeah, 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 we played with them a similar. couple of times in Jersey. Yeah, similar times. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying, because I know that we all played together. And I'm like, you guys do not sound the same, but was that same energy. And I remember that's that era where, yep. you know, you could have the Fahrenheit. Then there's the Marble. Then there's an E-Town. Then there's a Scarhead. Then there's a fucking, Fury, you know what I mean? Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which it all, you know, we don't sound alike, but you could take the pieces and kind of interchange them, which was dope. Candaria, Hatery. Yeah, yeah. All that, you know. The Wetlands, Wetlands, that era of Wetlands, I got to say, was like, um, I think it's it gets forgotten about. I think somebody got to document the Wetlands. Of course, CBs is king. Of course. King, queen, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but it, but it upsets me that like every time you see anything about CBs, like the whole hardcore scene gets overlooked. Oh, it, 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 really? They kept the lights on in that place. I agree. Years. When all I those agree. fucking all the punk rock people fucking move onto and, the new and, shit. And facts. And it's facts. And the reason why mm-hmm. also, obviously, with the CBs, the, the blondies, the talking heads. But why also that got shined? Because they said, oh, what else happened there? Well, these crazy punk rock hardcore shows happened mm-hmm. there. Because well, then these wetlands, were- it was like all the hippie shit. And Absolutely. everybody thinks of it as like a hippie. But it used to be like so many dope sh- I, I, Like I love, that was my favorite room. Because I just loved like the downstairs, the way everything was set up. A lot of fun. great things. Again, I'm remembering now, like, listen, uh, you know, Agnostic Front getting back on stage was during our set at fucking Wetland. I was there. I yeah, was there. you know, I'm, uh, it was on video. And that's popping mm. in my head now. Like, that's some classic shit that I completely forgot about. That yeah. same club, I got to see Big Daddy Kane Warren, shout out to Warren Pitchfork. Warren was tour managing Big Daddy Kane. Oh, and funny. I saw him in Wetlands in front of like 50 people. Big so, Daddy Kane killed it, but Warren TMing and Roger picking up his girlfriend at the time at yeah, Wetlands. Yeah, okay. so yeah, it's yeah, me, funny. Roger. I forgot who else. We're watching Big Daddy Kane at Wetlands. We're like, eh, yeah. this is insane. Like, only in New I've seen York. so many rants. I've seen so many. I saw Man of War there. Yeah, I'm crazy. I say, oh, forget it. And it was funny. It was funny because when I went to Manowar, it's like all the hardcore people that's like, you know, it's like Luke, Lou, and fucking Peter there. And oh, like, yeah. Over here. It's like so many people like, it's like they all, you know, it's, it's that was that all- era because that was, you know, that era of it's funny, all the classic OG, sick, uh, you know, um, hardcore guys, the sick of it all guys, you know, um, uh, all the rest in pieces. A lot of those dudes are like, People forget that was when it was changing, you know, denim and leather was getting into the punk rock hardcore, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. those guys, you know, like my brother, these were all metal guys that were looking for the most extreme shit you can. And that's but what remember, they did. But, but remember the show? Remember the BDP? Sick of it all. Burn, yeah. Am- Amnesty fire. and that. Hell yeah. Oh, that was fucking so good. <laughs> I, I see that flyer and I get chills. So do I remember exactly being there. And like yeah, the whole I remember. Every, I remember Heather B coming out and killing it. Mm-hmm. Just her mm-hmm. shit. The whole thing. Everybody burned mm-hmm. it. I remember, you know, yeah, yeah. classic times. And then um, though you did these shows and, and these couple of shows were H2O. Who else was on that? There was, um, um reaching out, uh cruel hand, cruel uh, hand, be, reaching out, be shot. well, yeah, be well. Um called the slackers, which I never really heard of. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, those little stack, great shit, great, great, yeah, uh, yeah. Mix, mix and and shut down. 
Yeah, yeah, the shutdown shows. That's cool, man. And shutdown was on the show too. So yeah, it was like fun. It was like uh, old times. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And then you were saying, so now you were saying you t- you're talking about you guys are talking about working on some new shit, maybe recording some new shit. Yeah, new shit, probably um, you know, some more, a couple more shows. And yeah, I know we're, we're also Anybody talking yet? about trying to go out to California. Oh hell um, yeah! Going out to Europe because we never went to Europe. Yeah, um, yeah, and doing it while we still can. So yeah, oh, that's gonna that, hopefully be the plan. You and um. As far as music, um, you guys got anything floating around yet, or you're just talking about it? Just talking about it right now. Yeah, yeah. We haven't even started. Like now that the show got canceled, we have some more time, and you know we're gonna start trying to like just bounce some riffs around. You have you sure. um, you went to any shows lately? Even if you weren't sure. playing anything or anything you've been to? Nah, oh, nah. I was supposed to go, but then I went to traveling. I had tickets to go see that D Nice thing up at Prospect Park, but I didn't get to go to that. Oh, that's the only show. Yeah, yeah right. I've been to anything. They ain't much going. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like I don't know what's what. Like same thing, you know. We have some shows scattered here and there, and um, the world is know. nuts right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. It's like it's almost becoming like like we're back again. Like I'm baking bread again. I mean, the kasha last night. It's like it's like the beginning of pandemic again. But I'm trying to get the fuck out of here. Though. I'm not. New York is depressing the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. Are you trying to? Yeah, uh, it, yeah just try to get away as much as possible. It's just like being here course. in this environment, like the way things. It's just stifling man you just get paranoid and start feeling weird about shit so it's just like yeah yeah no i know it's okay it's a crazy place man the world is nuts man you know like mm-hmm. you know just you know and it's funny i'm watching it from outside you know my, watching even my state you know my mm-hmm. city like so it's crazy watching that and hearing it from people that like hearing negative shit from fucking people that would never say negative shit yeah, it's crazy you know, yeah. it just shows you shit is fucking changed. Time yeah, change. it's just weird. Like, I don't have any. It's like almost uninspired because everybody just feels like so kind of boxed. So let me so, tell yeah. you, it's wild, wild west of Florida. These motherfuckers out here never missed a beat. That's fucking That's what I'm saying, man. Just shooting guns. There's guns crazy. going off, fireworks, coughing on each other. Just like, people you know. coughing, lizards, just random. Pythons, you got ice, ice shots off the fucking ice block. Everybody's faces all up in there. Licking each when you see people in Florida, you go hi and you lick them. That's how you say hello over here. You lick them. Yeah, man, it's a thing. I get it. I but get you know, it. it's like that theory: you wash your hands with dirty water, it makes it cleaner. Exactly. Yeah, it's a double negative. You just say you, you know. When you take the magnet and you flip it upside exactly. down. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, Florida is: is a magnet. <laughs> Florida and Texas, they're like that. Man. Listen. I would say we welcome you, but we got enough of you, of you know, of you know, uh, what was the New Yankees? Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I'm selling out the North right now. We are, we full. I know it's, it's done. I know uh, people are trying to be like, yo, Florida is open. Yeah, Florida. I'm like, nah, 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 yo. Closing nah, up shop, yo. bro. We're closing up for the winter, like, yo. Let me get a new house first, man. You motherfuckers is killing me. But, um, Stop raising but, but good, but um, um, does um Fahrenheit you guys have a, a Instagram or the Facebook? Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a Facebook which I never see because I'm not on Facebook. But yeah, we have an Instagram too, and then we're on Spotify and all like the platforms. So the whole discography is on there. So every basically every song we ever released is yeah. out there. So um, and yeah. what's up with merch? If people want to get merch, where you go? Where, where could they get nah, merch? At the show. At the show. <laughs> oh, we might have to work on um, a Fahrenheit um, Casa the Rock exclusive collab. We're going to talk about that Dude. later. We might. We're going to do we're going to we're going to start doing some shit because I'm starting to we're going to start setting up shop out here and I'm going to start doing some fucking fly shit with certain people. Let's so. do it, man. I got I to get down with that grinder. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? Don't worry. I got a little something coming soon. But uh, but good. Anybody wants to find anything, they can get you at the Fahrenheit on Instagram and you your own personal. You have an Instagram, right? Yeah, yep, I yep. you. yeah. I'm on the board. I was like, yeah, my whole name. All right. Yeah, no, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm, talk to me. Yeah, no, for sure. Hit him up for sure. I'm glad I was able to fucking catch you and get you back on this because I was like, um, one fucking I got to say you're my uh, my only my second uh my second uh my, what do you call it uh Bermuda Triangle on an episode. The, the, the I lost one other one and it was Toby with his brother and I did that like 5 years ago. So you're in good company. Okay. So right, in that good. matrix that that is the Toby interview. Um, the three guys from the Superman movie in the glass thing, and then your podcast. I'm part of that blue, red pill, whatever, man. Let's go for it. I, I, but listen, I'm part of that La Raza. yeah, exactly. Yo, shout out. But listen, I'm glad you on everybody. Yo, go check out Fahrenheit. Go tune into fucking Armando's fucking Instagram. Look out for them. Go cop that merch. Hopefully, I see you soon. Hopefully, we get Hell that yeah. black and blue bowl. You know, if that. Hopefully, that can happen one day. And you know, always. Wherever we can make it happen, I would love, you know, some mad ball Fahrenheit. You know what I mean? We got to bring some, some color man. to this shit. Some saying, you know the deal. You know what's up? But yo, one love, brother. Tell everybody I said what's up. We'll and do, we're bro. dropping this shit this Thursday. I'll let you know what's up, Armando. Cool. Love for real, brother. Yo, one love, man. We out. Peace. Peace.